Brought to you by the Mutual Audio Network. With a name like Mutual, it has to be good. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This episode of Bells in the Bath Free was originally released on March 24th, 2008. They walk, they move. Driving cowless out on the trail. You're tired. <sighs> Me too. From driving cowless out on the trail. They'd make a good stew. Cooking cowless out on the trail. Hi everybody, it's time for Cowlet Drive in color on Bells in your Bad Free. Yeah, yeah, little cowlets, come on, move it, move it. When I came to work today at the Bad Free, I thought it would be just another ordinary show, and then somehow it turned into Cowlet Cattle Drive. I remember it all started out so innocently. I came to work. Ah, what a glorious day to record a podcast. Got some interviews lined up, got some news and information. Nothing could possibly go wrong. I've got to learn to stop saying that. Guess what I did? Invented something useful? No. Learned to fly? No. Adopted a potato. Wait, you know what that means? Yeah. I have built a new place to keep the cowlicks. The cowlicks. Yes, the cowlicks. Any bitty cows from episode five. They're right. in a closet right now in the east side of the building. Okay. Well, I have built them a special room just for them on the west side of the building. West side, so okay. now I go, I gotta do is get the cowlicks from the east side of the building where they are. The west side of the building where they need to be. I'm gonna load them into a car then? No. Rent a truck? No. Stuff them into one of those priority mail one size one fee things you get at the post office and mail them? I don't even know what that means. You know, Mr. Bell, I gotta have a cowlick kettle drive. Cowlick, how long will this take? Let's see now, I. Based on the speed at which the average cowlet walks, uh-huh. I figure it's 150 feet right. roughly. Uh-huh. About three days. Oh, three days. Three days to go across the building? Mr. Bell, cowlets have itchy, pitchy, and legs. And even when you're going real fast, they kind of move really slowly, you know? So you want to do a cattle drive down the halls of the building from one end to the other? Why can't you just... Mr. Bell, it's a tradition. You see, they're cattle. We got to do it the old-fashioned way, Mr. Bell, because it'll be fun. It'll be an adventure. All right. When do you want to start? Right now. Oh, for Arnie, on, I, I'm not girls. prepared for this. I don't come have on, any supplies girls. or anything. What? I mean, are we? Do we need horses or anything? Oh, no, no, Mister Bell. I, the way the cowlets go, we just walk along. The only things we really need are food and 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 survival stuff and lawn chairs. Lawn chairs. Well, we 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 sit down on the lawn chairs, wait about an hour or two, so the cowlets go about five or ten feet. Then we pick up the lawn chairs and move them over until the cowlets oh. move another five or ten feet in a couple of hours. Oh, so that's that's how you do a cowlet cattle. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sit down in your lawn chair, and as soon as the cowlicks move ahead about five feet, we'll pick up and go with them. Boy, uh-huh. this is fun, Mr. Bell. Yeah. You know the only thing we're missing what? is a really cool theme song. No, I don't think we need a theme. They walk, song. They move. Driving cowlicks out on the trail. What an adventure! And that's how I got stuck on a cowlick drive. Who do you 
talking to, Mr. Nobody. Just watch the college, will you? Look like you were talking. Hi, Belinda. Come here. We'd been on the trail for about six hours. We had moved our lawn chairs twice. I could still reach my office door from where I sat. Things were going just peachy until... Mr. Bell? Mr. Bell, I need to... Why are all these cowlets out here in the hallway? Why aren't they in their little closet? We're taking them across the building to their new yeah, location. Yeah, fine, whatever. Where, uh, I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'm... No, I'm positive. I don't want to even hear what's going on. So, yeah, just okay. carry on with whatever... Fine. ...irrational thing that you people can think of. Uh, Ms. Schmackelheimer, did you come looking for me for a reason? I did come by to tell you that there's a new Mr. Wizard waiting for um, you. A so new one? Whenever you're ready and okay. not involved with whatever it is that... You're doing it. It's an old-fashioned cattle... I have. To, I need to go. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Drive. I have work to do. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure I hear Paolo calling me. Bye-bye right. now. Yep. Thank Bye-bye. you, Ms. Schmackelheimer. Well, last time I heard Mr. Wizard was on the lam from uh, Homeland Security and the FBI. So this should be an interesting episode. Okay, science fans, it's time for another episode of Mr. Wizard. Hello, everybody. This is Mr. Wizard, touring America while demonstrating science. And staying ahead of the FBI and Homeland Security. Today we're going to discuss burglar-proofing your home. I'm currently in the home of Mr. and Mrs. Dreyfus in the small town of, well, somewhere in America. Mr. and Mrs. D have been excellent hosts. They have a pretty good security system here in their home. But like most people, they forget to activate it during the day. And there was that one window in the back that was left unlocked. I bet you're embarrassed now, aren't you, Mr. D? (laughs) Oh, thank you. I will have more coffee. Now, here's a tip. If you're going to be gone overnight, set your coffee maker to make coffee early in the morning. That way, any crook breaking into your home through an open back window will smell fresh coffee and assume somebody's home. Well, yeah, I did, but... I really, really wanted some coffee. You also might want to put your lights on a timer so they go on and off, giving the impression there are people in the house. But the best way to avoid break-ins is to have a backup security system, like a closed-circuit TV system that a trusted relative or neighbor could access, perhaps over the Internet. That way, the stupider burglars will blunder right in front of the camera, and before you know it... Great googly moogly! How did they... Is that a camera? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Mr. and Mrs. D, thank you for your hospitality, but I really must be going. If you find yourself wishing to exit a domicile undetected, the first thing to do is uh, see if there's a basement. <laughs> Usually basements have windows that you can shimmy out of. Yes, most basements, but not all basements. Okay, uh, let's see what we have handy down here. Um, here's a saw, and, uh, oh, there's the water heater. Big one, too. Uh, if we saw off the top of the water heater, I bet that one could climb inside and remain undetected by... Whoa, that's hot! But the hot water I will be in will be a lot hotter if they catch me. Uh, so until next time, ooh, ooh, this is, ooh, Mr. Wizard saying, ooh, ah, ah, Well, that was an exciting episode. Well, speaking of exciting, Monsieur Bell, the colleagues have gone far enough we can pick up our deck chairs and actually take a couple of steps forward. Oh, boy. You ready? One, two, three. three. Okay, and here... 
Wait, wait, someone's heading this way. Oh, yeah, you meet all sorts of interesting people out here on the range. We're not on the range. We're in our building. Hello, stranger! Hello there. I'm coming your way. Actually, we're in a hallway of this building. Look, Mr. Bell, he's got some sort of little fuzzy animal with him. Hello, you're the first people I've seen in days. Yeah, we're on a cowlick cattle drive. You want to hear a theme song? No. Sure. They no. No theme song. Kill they the theme Kill it. Kill the theme song. Spoiler, spoiler. It's a pretty cool theme song. Wish I had a theme song. Look, look, look. Just who are you? My name is Rex Remington, Mr. Bell. I used to be a riblet rancher. You're the guy that gave us the cowlick. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you. But right now, I'm raising something new. I have singing goats. Singing goats? Yes, that is correct. Well, first of all, I only see one goat. I'm starting small. Uh-huh. You can call me the lonely goat herd. And it doesn't seem to be singing. Well, they don't sing all the time. In fact, they sing only when I sing. I'm getting a bad feeling about Ooh, this. Make us sing. Make us sing. I want to hear it sing. I knew I had a bad feeling about this. Oh, wait. Clotilda, are you in voice? Me. Me, 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 me. I've got to be. Me. I've got to be. Me. Daring to try to do it or die. I've got to be. Me. Thank you, thank you. Arnie? Yes, Mr. Bell? The cowlets are applauding. Well, that's not so unusual. Thank Why would you, you say that? It was a great act. Bravo, bravo. So, Mr. Remington, what are your plans now with your goat? Well, I certainly hope to raise a whole herd of goats, Mr. Bell, eventually, and uh, start a choir. So you're going to acquire more goats for a choir? <laughs> that was a little... Huh? Never mind. Uh, no, anyway, no, I'm just going to raise the goats. Starting with one. Yes, that's right. You're not going to get any more. No, I'm not planning to. What are you driving at, Mr. Bell? Just that, um, nothing, nothing at all. Good luck, Mr. Remington, and yes. we'll hope to see you later. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Bye-bye. Come on, Clotilda, let's go. And let's keep in voice. Do, re, me. Well, Arnie, it's uh, it's getting late. Uh, maybe we should uh, turn in. Yeah. I guess I'll just go home and... No, 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 you gotta stay here. Oh, we're gonna stay here on the trail, Of huh? course we are. All right. I'll build a campfire. A what? Watch this. An automatic campfire, Mr. Bell, Pat Pending. You filed for a patent? No, he's my next-door neighbor, Pat Pending. I'm named after him. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll just kind of... Stay here by the campfire, then. Yep, that's what we'll do. Say, Arnie, uh... You've got a musical instrument in your pocket. Why don't we have some old, uh, oh. you know, cowboy tunes here in the yeah, middle of yeah, that'd be, uh, the hall? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, Mr. Bell. Let me whip this out of my pocket. Well, let me rub my lips, and here we go. Yeah, that's the ticket. Yeah! Woohoo! Yeah! Uh oh. Attention! Attention! Incoming listener script! Incoming listener script! This is not a drill. Okay, Arnie, we have another uh, incoming alternate universe script. Oh, uh, boy. Let's get to the auditorium. I didn't finish my solo. All right, everybody. All right, everybody, pipe down, please. Everybody, please, quiet, please. I know you're confused about who you are and where you're supposed to be for this, and I figured that to figure this all out, we'd go straight to the source. May I now introduce the writer of the Alternate Universe series, Jeff Music. Come on in here, Jeff. Hi, I'm Jeff T. Music. 
There seems to be some confusion about who is where, here, and there, so I'll try to clear it up a bit. We've only met or heard the alternate characters of Billy, That's Mr. Me. Wizard, Aunt you. Harriet, Brad, Miss Schmackelheimer, you, John Bell, me, yeah. and Paolo, e even though he's not very talkative. He says everything with a size. As it stands now, this universe has two Paolos, and the alternate universe has two Brads. Alternate universe wins! Everyone should have a dream, Brad. Everyone else is still where they are supposed to be. Maybe a brief recap would be in order here. Go right ahead. The alternate Billy was sent here by the alternate Mr. Wizard, and that somehow sent our Arnie there. The alternate Mr. Wizard then managed to send our Arnie back here, but it took our Arnie's nuclear-powered mimeograph to send our Miss Schmackelheimer and the alternate Billy back there. Our Brad then made more copies, enabling our Miss Schmackelheimer to bring the alternate Paolo back here from there, and then she pushed our Brad out of this universe into the alternate one before destroying the previously mentioned device and stranding him there. It's really quite simple. So, places, everybody, let's go! Yeah. <laughs> and now, we join the other universe, already in progress. Ladies and gentlemen, I now call the second half of this hearing of the Truth and Podcasting Commission into session. Quiet down, Thank you. Now, picking up where we left off. Mr. Wizard, it is my opinion that the recorded depositions of the previous witnesses in this case are largely inconsequential since neither of them made the assertion to admit someone who claimed to be from this alleged other universe. Huh? Nobody can prove they've met anybody from this other universe. I see. Well, Senator, if I may, I think I know where this is going, and I'd like you to indulge me while I explain. It's not like I'm claiming to have been, oh, abducted by aliens or anything like that here. <laughs> order, please, order. Please proceed with your explanation. Well, Senator, just because you think something is weird doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Can you prove that you exist? Well, I... For the sake of argument, let's say that I do exist. When you leave this room, to me, you no longer exist. Now, I think it's significant that you didn't call my assistant Billy here to testify, since he actually spent a little over three months there in the alternate universe. I mean, after all... Meanwhile, back at the Bat Free, in our universe, I think... What is it? Well, you remember my geek kitchen turkey roaster? How could I forget? Our last building is still a super fun cleanup site. Yeah, well, never mind. I was able to salvage enough components to build a power supply for the old mimicraft machine. What? Mimic, mimic, mimeograph machine. Yeah, that thing. Which Miss Schmackelheimer destroyed. She only destroyed the mimeograph, not the power supply. And she also stranded Brad in the alternate universe. That's why I think it's never a good idea to get on her bad side, Mr. Bell. There's a universe of reasons to stay away from her bad side. Yeah, well, anyway, here we are. It's out in the garage. Ta-da! The Bat-Free Mobile! It's a minivan. This is no ordinary minivan. This is the world's first hybrid nuclear electric NASCAR minivan. Ah, that would explain all the advertising. Was this your idea? Well, actually, it was Brad's idea before he, uh, uh, left. Yeah. Big van, lots of space for advertisements. I see. Did Brad sell all these ads? Mother poopers, fried cabbage beans, kitty, camper cookies, calmo fed, the list goes on and on. Hello, Mr. Bow, I like your new car. What are you doing? It's it so cute with all the stickers on it. I made some of them. It was fun. What's the kitty camper girl doing oh, in the... Oh, as a major sponsor of the Batfree Mobile, the kitty camper girl gets to be a passenger. I have a name you know. It's Beth. Okay, Beth and Arnie, fine. But who's going to drive it? Oh, Mr. Beale, I'm so glad you hired me to drive your race car. Oh, my. I really need the job. Yeah, hello there, Pooper uh, Scoop. Uh, uh, look, can you really drive a race car? Uh, I mean, a race 
minivan? Oh, sure, Mr. Beal. All you have to do is drive as fast as you can while turning left. How hard can that be? Let's take you to the test track now and see how fast you'll go. We have a test track? All right, let's go. This could be interesting. One highly caffeinated hour later in the other universe... Um, are you sure? Yes. Okay. Definitely the other. In the other universe... I'm simply saying, how can I prove that any of this is real and not the figment of someone else's deranged imagination? Mr. Wizard, to quote a song I once heard, you are so open-minded that your brain leaked out. <sighs> this is just what I expected. So you want proof? Well, I've got proof. Brad, come over here. Um, um, uh, okay. <gasps> is that Brad Mr. Montworth, I uh, thought you were, you know, uh, on your honeymoon. Excuse me? Never mind that, Brad. Uh, sit down. Okay. Senator, the man you see before you in the bright yellow hazmat suit wearing an inverted flower pot on his head is indeed a Brad Montworth. Uh-huh. But this Brad Montworth, as you can plainly see, is an idiot from the other universe. Huh? While ours is worthy of consideration for national office and the affections of his secretary slash wife. Excuse me? Well, who are you calling in? Did you say what? I have here a speakerphone on which I will now call the distinguished Mr. Montworth <laughs> of this universe, who is in reality away on his honeymoon. Hello? This isn't just Schmackelheimer Montworth, Mrs. Sadie Schmackelheimer Montworth? Oh. My. God. Hello, Mrs. S&M. This is Mr. Wizard. Excuse uh, Hang on just a second. Yes, my little lovebird. I'll have a bit more. <laughs> is Mr. Montworth there? Why, yes, he is. We were expecting your call. Hold on, please. Thank you, my little sweetly deedly doo. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Hello, Mr. Wizard. Hello, Senator Cassius. Are you there? How are the wife and kids, oh, Senator? Fine, fine, Mr. Montworth. Thank you. Great. Now, what was it you needed exactly, Mr. Wizard? I just needed someone to prove to the commission that you were, in fact, not here in this room, sitting next to me, looking like a former member of Devo. <laughs> You've got to be kidding, Mr. Wizard. I would be caught dead in such an idiotic outfit. And besides, Sadie and I have other things to attend to at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Montworth. Goodbye. That is so wrong, on so many different levels. Well, now, I don't really know what to make of all this. Senator, if that's not proof, I don't know what is. And if not, then I am no more certain that you exist than I am an advertising-laden minivan will crash through that wall at high speed any second. Well, that's the most obtuse and ridiculous... You want to buy some cookies? It's only $3 a box. Oh, Mr. Montworth, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to crash your van. We were just getting 88 miles an hour when everything went crazy and this wall appeared in front of us and, and, and it wasn't my fault. Whoa, that's my ride. Gotta go. Bye, everybody. Order! Order! This is highly unusual. Order! I have an order of kitty camper cookies to make, too. Order! Attention, people of the alternate planet Potato. Earth! Earth! Do not be Potato. Alarmed! We are from the planet Potato, Pluto, and we demand to restore our honor by reinstating planetary status to our fair potato. Pluto is still considered a planet in this universe already. Oh, well, never mind. And we hereby return Mr. Wizard to you. Alrighty, Mr. Potato, you may go now. That's Mr. Wizard! Oh! Why didn't you just use the 
tractor beam like last time. Oh, sorry, my potato, Mister Wizard. There's two of you. Yes. How, How did, did you get, get here this, this time? time? In that minivan? Yes, I think so. Then let's get everybody back where they belong and quickly. But. I don't, I don't know, know how I got, got here in the first place. place. Just, Just do the opposite of what you did before you got here. That ought to do it. Okay, I'm all out of cookies. We can go now. Just throw it in reverse, and when you get to 88 miles an hour, hope for the best. Okay, but this just isn't working out like I thought it would. Let's just get out of here before they give us a bill for making this mess. Okay. Oh, here it is. Meanwhile, back at the test track, what happened? I, I don't understand. Wow, one second they were there, got up to about 88 miles an hour, and pree, they evaporated. Uh-oh, you don't suppose... Oh, no, not again. You know, I'm starting to see a trend here with this power supply thing. What the... Something's going on down there, Arnie. Where? Down the track. Oh, it, it, it's the battery mobile. It's coming this way backwards. That was fun. Can we do it again? Oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Beal. I seem to have crashed your van again. Uh, again? Can I just please have my old reporting job back? Well, I don't know. Please? Oh. oh, my neck. Mr. Bell, can I please have some time off? This is just too weird, even for here. I'm not leaving this van until I'm sure it's safe. Is it safe? Are there any Homeland Security people around? FBI, perhaps? Well, I guess it's back to the drawing board with this power supply. The battery mobile is ruined. Hmm, we can make next. Is Miss Mackelheimer here? I have a bone to pick with... No, wait on second thought. Maybe I should just stay as far away from her as possible. I'll be in my office with the door locked. I'm never, ever doing one of these again. Not even in an alternate universe would I be married to Mr. Dumb as a post. Who writes this stuff? Where's my lawyer? I, I feel a lawsuit coming on. Where's Perry Mason when you need him? He's probably out in the back. Well, Arnie, it would appear that everything is really back to normal him. here in our own universe. Yeah, we should get back to the cattle drive, Mr. Bell. Yeah, let's get back to the cattle drive now. The uh, cowlets should be... They should be, uh, they, uh... Arnie? Huh? The cowlets. They're gone! What has happened to the cowlets? Can the cattle drive continue? Will this be the last alternate universe bit? Find out next time on Bells in the Bat Free. Special guest voices. Dale Kesterson as Scoop Cooper. Cindy Taylor as Miss Schmackelheimer and the goat. And Gene Williams as the kitty camper girl. I have a name you know. It's Beth. Uh, Beth. I feel I cannot, um, cannot be embarrassed simply because I am. The show's I over. Am. I am Miss Schmackelheimer. It's over. The show is over, Fini. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. My rant is done. Thank you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mutual. Happy birthday to you. And many more. (laughs) 
This was not only a birthday greeting for the Mutual Audio Network, which, as you may know, has been bringing you the finest in audio drama for just a little more than one year. It was also a way of letting you know how long 20 seconds are. Why should you know it? Because the CDC recommends, during this COVID-19 situation, that you and me and everybody wash our hands with soap and water as often as possible for at least 20 seconds. So get all of your fingers, get the palms, get the backs of your hands, and a little bit up your wrists, and make sure you change out your towels more frequently as well. If it helps to sing Happy Birthday or some other song, as you do so, why not? This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.